0: Hello, hello, hello everyone. My name is Chris Ferguson and welcome to You've Championed Yourself, Who Are You podcast. It has been a dream of mine to showcase people, ordinary people, people who have taken their dreams and ideas and then turned it into their reality. As they reach beyond their personal struggles, their pains, their traumas, where so many other people give up and lose hope, there are those who can walk through those obstacles. And those challenges and those traumas and their pains, not knowing where it's going to take them, but trusting themselves enough not to give up, do the follow through in their personal life, their career, and in their relationships. They are what I consider champions. And today I have an amazing, amazing woman here. Her name is Janita Kennedy, and she's a personal friend. We've known each other for lifetimes. It's just we're we're sisters connected at the core. And she, I wanted to bring her on here because she has special things that she does. She has a, a unique understanding of life and she does some amazing things for the planet. But I don't want to say any more than that. So let's bring Janita on. Hey.
1: <laughs> Hi. Hi, everybody.
0: <laughs> um, Do you remember how we met? Was it on a Zoom call?
1: It was through... Um who we have a, a mutual friend now, Karen. Yes. Um, my friend's little boy got lost and um, and I went on uh, live and I kind of spoke about it and she's the one that recommended me to you because you um, deal with um, missing person or cases and help the police and, um, and that's when I called you and, um, we, and then we stayed in touch after that
0: yeah it's been a connection of a lifetime and i love that but the thing was is that in your practices as as a navajo healer woman can i say that or a navajo healer <laughs> um as a woman it's it's different than men who are, have been in the shamanic practice or the Nava, native american practices to have women step up and do these special things for humanity and it- I love you for that.
1: <laughs> I
0: I, I will see. I have to say I honor you because in the time I've known you, you've gone through such a transition, but from then to now, it's like, who's this woman? She's amazing. She keeps getting amazing. So I, I totally forgot. I thought it was an, uh, we linked on a, a zoom meeting, but that ever since COVID, I kind of get this brain fog and I forget. I don't know what's going on, but <clears throat> In that, talk about how you do healings, talk about the things that you do that are special to you, because I, I don't want to talk about the hand trembling yet, but we're going to get to that. So okay. just that just kind of the backstory of how you got from there to now.
1: Wow. <laughs> how, um how do, where do I even begin? I don't know. I don't know where to begin, uh, except I guess, uh, let's see, four years. So oh, yeah. um, we had the No Dabble protests in um, South Dakota or North Dakota, and I went down there to run some supplies. And I prayed to the water, and I told the water that I would always protect it, and um, talk to the earth, and you know, and told her I was at her beck and call. <laughs> And, um, and from there, things just took off, you know, um, tarot moments after tarot moments, um, and then opportunities and doors opening left and right. And so for the last three years, it has been such a, a journey, a a necessary journey, you know, I might add, Um, because if it was all for a journey, events, tarot moments, opportunities, doors opening, I wouldn't be where I am at today. So, and my healing is, oh, I, I don't know how to describe it. Um, the best way to describe it is how one needs to heal. So I don't, I can't give it any um, label or um, because, of, you know, li- literally every healing is different. Um, so to say it's only past life regression, or messages from loved ones, or, you know, I I would just be limiting the healing for oneself. And so um, that's the best way I can describe it is however they need to be healed um, will take place.
0: I love that. Well, and that's, you know, that is so true. It it, it truly is. But it's also when they're open to receive. Mm -hmm. And, And so I know you only allow those who come to you that are ready.
1: Yes. Yes. That's
0: like I do in my practice. It's like, bring me the ones that I can help that I can guide because they're ready to heal.
1: Literally. Yes. That's, and that's, that's, that's I want to say like 50% of of the work is, you know, self and to be open mm -hmm. to it. And sometimes um, they don't even know, but their soul has already called for it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But their subconscious, that little gorilla in the corner has said, okay, we need to do something different. So let's try something here. I don't care what it is. Let's try something and let the universe pick it. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, what are you doing? Can can we talk? (laughs) So, but you do something very, very unique. And I want to talk, most people don't know what hand trembling is. Yeah. And you do that eloquently and amazingly. <laughs>
1: um so hand trembling is part of the um the net tribe. Um in our culture, um we have you that's what it is is hand trembling. And from what I come to understand is um energy being worked through the hands. Um and hand tremblers are all different in our our um in our culture. Um you know just like psychics, they all work differently. So some hand trembling can only diagnose. Some hand tremblings can find, um, let's say bad medicine in a person or around the house or, you know, um, just finding bad medicine. Um, And then some um, hand tremblers can diagnose and heal a person. So there's different types of hand trembling. Um, and it's literally what it sounds like or the hand trembles and um, helps the practitioner channel that way. So uh, from how I understand it, the, the energy just goes through the hand and, you know, it starts to shake. And that's how um, a hand trembler connects.
0: Is it is your hands like it for the layperson to understand? Is it like an antenna to connect to their energies as your your hands are trembling that the energy is coming through you? I know there's a term of hollow bones and hollow bones is where you're being used as a vessel for the creator and the energy to come through you. And that's how it connects with their ethereal cord, their frequencies, their vibrations. Is that a a true definition?
1: Um, Yeah, close enough. I think, you know, spot on also, because like I said, um, they all work differently. So one can work strictly just, you know, through their hands um, or strictly, you know, just one way. Um, but through my journey, they have taken me in so many different places. They literally have shut off my hands and helped me understand how to connect um, through through my crown. Um, so through my practices, they have just shown me so many different things um, that I can do without using my hands. Um, But primarily energy, it really does, I can feel it through my hands, regardless of what I'm doing with energy.
0: (laughs) So yes, I'm the same. My hands are, for some reason, I could be cold, but my hands will be really, really hot. And it's just the energy moving through me and just being there and being present because of everything I do beyond this podcast. Mm -hmm. And so I know that you've been um, traveling recently. You've been on this mission and i love this mission i'm all about grid points and healing the ley lines of the planet which i've been doing here on the trail of tears because there's so much pain there's so much hurt there's so much sorrow from all the natives that were pushed westward out west mm-hmm. and a lot of them died along the way a lot of them ran away were able to take comfort and and security and safety elsewhere and but in the meantime, there's still a lot of the blood in the land that is is very harsh, very dense. Because of the energy. And so can we talk about your mission?
1: Wow, <laughs> that's that's a whole that's a whole new. Uh, podcast. Uh, it is.
0: It is. It's like. Woo, woo, woo.
1: But where do I start with that also? um. So, uh, let's see, three years ago, um, I was sitting outside and, um, I asked for a mentor and I just asked the universe, the universe, bring me a mentor. Cause you know, I guess I need to do more stuff. Um, I literally been told from day one that I was going to do something very important and being away from my people, not having, um, being an apprentice to a medicine man and not really understanding. I just, I did not know where to go or how to start. So first thing is first, you know, you ask, right? Mm -hmm. Mentor, please. And uh, sure enough, about six months later, the university brought me a mentor um, two, in fact. And so one mentor was to really guide me and help me understand um, what life really is about here on the 3D. Um, and then the other mentor was to give me the experience. So linking that and that together, putting it both together, you know gave me a lot of wisdom and understanding of what what um, what one needs to accomplish here on earth. And so um, so that really helped change my vibration and my understanding of universal concepts and oneness and, you know, all this, um, quantum physics, quantum healing and all that stuff. So that was a really, really amazing journey. But along that journey, one of my mentors really, you know, we started working together and, um, she has been also guided to help, um, heal the earth too, or, you know, whatever we need to do. So in the last year we have been on a on a journey um going to these different places and um most of the times we don't know why we're going it's just like um, a beacon lights up and she'll say janita we have to go here and you know without question we'll be like okay let's go let's go see what there is over there Mm -hmm. and um sure enough there you know when we get there there's something that we find that's something that is so um it's it's uh so many different things the message that come from it the energy that is shifted in that area why um, why the world is changing or shifting or why events are happening as they are so um, for instance one um, one adventure or one journey that we went on was uh redwood forest and uh, that was amazing that those trees are so and uh just to give you a little snippet of of what happened and what they told me when i got there and i started doing energy work was um my okay so when i when i channel with with uh uh, the earth or whoever that whatever energy is there i'm is so animated (laughs) (laughs) um so i got there i got to the redfoot forest and i was like hello you guys and they're like hello janita and i'm like You know my name. <laughs> you know everything. And I was like, "Oh, okay. So, what am I here? Why do you call me? Help me understand um, why you brought us here." And then um, he goes, uh, "He goes, well, to help you." I was like, "To help me with what?" He goes, "To help you learn. We're a library." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "What do you mean? Help me? You know, keep going. T- keep talking to me." And he goes, you know how you humans, you guys have Akashic records. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. He goes, well, a tree is the Akashic records of Earth, mm. things of us, and the the redwood forest is the oldest living trees here on Earth, lit like really, really old, right? Mm-hmm. So accumulated thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of um, information. So, you know, and, and what we understand those rings is they re, uh, record the weather and how it's like, but it just doesn't stop there. It also records the energetic of that year, what happened throughout the year. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. I was like, this is amazing. I was like, that's really, really amazing. He goes, yeah. And then I was like, so what else? He goes, well, ask us anything. And I was like, mm. I was like, I really don't know what to ask you. He goes, well, what about the drought? You have a drought going on. And I was like, oh, I was like, so how can one fix a drought? And then um, he goes, so this hasn't, you know, obviously this is the first time a drought has happened. It has Mm -hmm. happened different times. And it it happened in a time where man was not connected to our emotions. Mm -hmm. So, and what I understand, we are just, uh, everything around us is a perspective of us. So when we don't cry, we don't emotion, we don't, we're not vulnerable. We don't show the tears. Guess what earth is going to do? Not cry. Mm. Rain. She's not going to be in touch with her emotion side. She's just showing us what humans are like. So, so he, uh, so the trees like, so that's, um, back when, I think it was like, I think it was the Aztec or the Mayans when they were praying about water also, you know, Mm -hmm. to the you can, literally, or you can literally see them sitting and they're crying. They're begging, please bring us water, bring us water. And they got there in touch with their emotional side and then bam, it rained. So I was like, oh, that makes sense. I was like, that's interesting. He goes, yep. So if you need a question again, come back.
0: Awesome. and
1: We'll put it, well, you know, we'll take out info for you and give it to you. And I was like, okay, that's, I guess that's really amazing. And then, um, and then we started walking again. then I saw a spiral one and I stopped and I was like, how come you're spiral and then you're not. And then, uh, and they're like, well, us trees, just like you humans, we're all different. Some of us record. Some of us are timekeepers. Some of us carry medicine. That's why there's tree medicine, right? Some of us are healers. Some of us like the swirly ones connect to the galactics. Hence, a donut. They have a lot mm. of curly ones. So he's like, "That's why we're all different. Just look at us." And he's like, "Just look at us. Look how we are. We are arranged and stuff like that. There's a straight one, a spiral one, and then one that's you know kind of leaning. And then and it's just nicely spread out." And I was like, "Oh, okay, now I understand." I was like, "That's amazing." And um, so yeah, everywhere we go, I am getting all these different kind of messages, and um. Another important one um, that I kind of I do want to share with you, um, really quick, if that's okay.
0: It's perfectly fine. You have plenty of time. Don't worry about it.
1: Okay, is um, <laughs> before we took off to um, uh, to the Redwood Forest in California, uh, we did a healing in North Dakota. Uh, the the river there, the water there, and um, what had happened was, um, what it felt like happened was took out all the, the bad energy of the of the lake and I took it to the ocean. And so when I was sitting on top of that rock, and it was crazy because it's not coincident because, you know, it doesn't, you know, nothing happens by accident, right? Right. Is, um, summer solstice, when we got there on the day of at noontime, sat up on that rock and how it felt like, uh, how they showed me was like um, an oil change. They drained the darkness out of me from behind and filled the, um, the solar, summer solstice sunlight within me. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I was like, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> and back to North Dakota. And so my mentor was like, come on, let's go down to the lake to see what it says to you this time. I was like, okay, let's go. So we got down there, and uh, the water is like, oh, hey, it's you two. I was like, yeah, it's us. And, I was like, How are you doing? and he looked at me, he's like, there's something different about you. And I was like, there's something different about you, too. And he goes, well, that's because you took everything and and um, took it to the water and brought back sunlight to me. And I was like, oh, but I was like, but I don't understand. I was like, you are the ocean. You are the earth. How come you can't do it yourself? Like, you're very powerful. Why? Uh, help me understand why you couldn't do it yourself and uh the water's like well he's like sit down let me tell you a story and i was like okay (laughs) he's like once upon a time i could reach the ocean i had a direct line to it but because cities started growing Mm -hmm. people started stagnant you know uh, living in one place there was no longer a, um, a harmonious um movement the birds stopped, the the the, um, the buffaloes were killed, so they stopped moving, the birds stopped flying, migrations shifted because cities started growing. So because everybody got stuck, I can't reach the ocean anymore from here. Even mm. if they do it for me, the buffaloes can't carry it for me. Even men, the natives migrated all the time. So in 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 perfect balance and harmony, it used to be like that, because we kept moving. We weren't stagnant like you guys are today. And, and then and then I have a I have a funny guy that comes in. Like he's really, really, really funny. And then he comes in and he's like, and not only that, but you know, and I hope, I hope you don't mind me because- I know. I don't. But... And, he, and he's like, and besides, it's your shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well,
1: I'm like, okay, that makes sense. It's human stuff. So I guess we gotta clean it up, right? And well, so um, <laughs> okay, I was like, that makes sense then. And um so you know, it, it does make a huge difference in how how times have changed and us being stagnant, um, especially in moving and 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 all that takes effect on when once when something stops, everything else stops. It trickles through.
0: hmm
1: And so, does. so he's like, I you know, a long time ago I used to, but now I
0: Well, I um I love the water. I love the water. I love being around moving water and we go to a lake all the time. But I heard the, from the water myself, then this was probably in May when we went out there and it was like, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to stay clean. I'm struggling to stay pure. I'm struggling. They they dammed me up. They're letting it rise instead of getting the flow because it had rained so much they were trying to you know put put um let out as much as they could or keep up and raise the level of the lake because it could handle it but they forgot that the the spirits of the lake were struggling with what man was doing to it and somehow i whenever i go to the lake i just carry crystals and most of them are just clear quartz but this time i took a lemurian crystal and i i had the the Forethought that I had to put this in the in the lake to help it from struggling to bring the oceans of Lumeria here to help it step out of being I I don't know just overused, overdone, drained. But as they raised in the levels, the mountains were shaking, and they were like this. You know, these are these are high levels, and and we haven't been here in a long time. So I put the Lumerian crystals in. And all of a sudden, the water just went to glass. And I said, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supplying water to the earth. But thank you for speaking with me. And it was the first time I had ever spoken to water. The first time ever. I know that when that pipeline uh, was going on, I sent out probably... $400 $400 worth of supplies to them as far as blankets and coats and different things out there for them, because that's what they needed the most. And there was no way I could send food because there wasn't a lot of can openers out there, you know? So it was like, so I just sent it out to a friend of mine and they took it up to the, to the uh, the pipeline to help anybody that was participating in defending the water of mother earth. So it is stepping up and taking that action. And that's, I I love these stories, Janita. I love them, but you also are helping ley lines. Mm -hmm. And most people for me, and this is just something that I was, it was channeled to me from mother earth was like, the oil is up my blood. That's my blood that's flowing through this earth is the oil. That's why it's so deep down in there. There's so many other things you can do. Why do you need to do take my oil and, and abuse it and use it? And so I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's a whole different perspective of oil when you understand it the way it is. And the layers are there for a reason. The platonic plates are there for keeping it moving, the energy of the core. And so, again, with um, a lot of advancement in ascension, you get these messages, and you're like, "Wow, that's amazing! Let me let me let me write this down before I forget it," you know, because I'm like, oh, "Yeah, I'll forget it." But it was, it is the same thing, and and I wish more people would understand that what they do, how they walk on this earth, is how the earth reacts. Yes, and. I just think that it's beautiful what your mission is, I think. And I'm honored that you, I know you and you're doing this for them because a lot of people, the one thing that I noticed today while we're talking is that you have healed your wounds. You have healed your heart. You have healed everything that you've been through in your life and you've laid it. It's what I call foundations. And you've laid that all down as a foundation for you to step up to be, for yourself and to be able to stand in your own power. And that's why I don't know. We I interviewed you before. Let's just be honest. I interviewed you before. It was a, it was I was a disaster. Loss of Wi-Fi. It was so bad, and I felt so bad. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to tell her it was junk, and I couldn't save it. But can we do it again? And I thought, you know what? This is going to be so much better than what the first one was because of how centered I am, how centered you are, and how connected we are. It's just like holding love for the planet. Mm-hmm. And that's what we both do. That is exactly what we both do. But you, cha- I champion you as... As somebody that I highly respect and honor, because of you've taken everything that you've been through and healed it, and that's beautiful. That's so beautiful. It shows in your face. But I want the last thing I wanted to talk to you about. One of the things that you did to walk through one of your your fears was jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. I just want to put it out there. Okay, I just I just want to put it out there can you share that experience with the audience because it's amazing
1: yeah that was uh that was honestly i did not know that was coming <laughs> i really did it um, again my mentor was with me and she was like janita come to um, las vegas um and i was like mm, no it's okay i'll stay here i'll pay for everything just come out and i was like ah, fine okay i'll you know i'll come come out and uh we got there and then um the day or the night before she's like we're going to go skydiving tomorrow i'm like what <laughs> <You> didn't <laughs> tell me that <laughs> she's like oh <laughs> you want to know why i was like yeah i mean i mean i like i know why cuz i'm scared of heights and she's like there you go you got to conquer it so if i were to tell you that from the beginning you wouldn't come you stand mm-hmm. in your away Yep. No, you stand in your own way and blame on money or time, and you wouldn't come. So I'm paying for you. So you have no excuse whatsoever. <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> like the only thing that's standing in your own way is you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whatever. I was like, fine, let's go. <laughs> I swear this lady is um yeah, she really she's put me through boot camp. Um uh, <laughs> journey um i had for the first six months i had a hate and love relationship with her because she called me out on so many things that was so true Mm. right and um i was really standing in my own way so back to the skydiving story so we went up and um yeah she took me on the plane and i jumped out it was amazing um went all the way down and the whole day i I think I was in shock. And, and it was the crazy thing because I was sitting and trying to grasp what just happened. And I was I was happy, but then I, at the same time, I was kind of numb. But then I was, I couldn't believe it. And, and I looked at her and I was like, is this what it means for your inner child to come out? <laughs> She's like, there you go. I want to have fun. I want Mm -hmm. that little inside you to come out. It's time to have fun, Janita. Mm -hmm. This life isn't about working, making money, Um, working yourself to death. It's not Mm -hmm. the thing that has been programmed for everybody to do. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: For you to come back and be a child again, be childlike and have fun. Let your heart do whatever it wants to do. Let it play.
0: And you broke a barrier. You broke one of those innate, egotistic, subconscious barriers, blocks, and fears. And so it would take a little bit to process through all of that. it be like, what the hell did I just do here, you know? And for it to get all the way through here and down to your heart, it's probably one of the most cherished stories you tell because you broke the barrier of your old paradigm. To allow the new in.
1: It was, it was, it was and that's why I, I love it when um, I can really understand the, um, the guidance from people and the experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When you mesh those two together, it is the most powerful thing you can give to yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you don't take that door, if you keep standing in your way, you will never understand what it means to be childlike. Now,
0: well, you helped me walk through mine two years ago. Because I had to get post-certified in Tennessee Mm -hmm. to at the police academy. I was 60 years old. I was 190 pounds. I'm working out, but it's still uh, the doubts, the fears, the whatever were coming up. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I've got to do this. Tell me I can't watch me. And I did. I went through 12 weeks of extensive training. I was driving back and forth. It was 120 miles. And a time change. So I was living down there away from home, away from my comfort zone, away from everything and going from, you know, five o'clock in the morning to sometimes nine and 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And it was extreme. And it wasn't that I was going through barriers. I was showing myself that I can still do it no matter the age. Age is just a number. So it helped me break that barrier and it was just, there was so many, because it was so analytical and so absolute. I'm an airhead. I'm an energy healer. And it's like, oh shit, what did I get myself in here to? But it, I made it fun. I made it fun. I was the oldest there, but I wasn't the last one in PT. I wasn't the last one runner. I wasn't any of that. I started out being that. And I said to myself, I'm not going to be the last one. hmm And I wasn't. And that was a great goal for me to accomplish because I was competing against 19 through 50 year old people. And I'm out running the 19 year olds. I'm out running some of the 20 year olds. I'm out running some of the 30 year olds. I'm out running the 40s and the 50s. And I'm older than all of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so it was a a breaking of a barrier to remind you or remind me that I can still do anything. Uh I just have to trust myself.
1: Yeah, that's 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 a beautiful story.
0: <laughs> so I so I can really really relate to breaking barriers and I've been breaking barriers all my life but sometimes when you again get stagnant get in your comfort zone all of a sudden you need something to kind of like shake up the bag and go <laughs> Guess what we're done?
1: <laughs> Plot twist, I am still scared of heights. <laughs>
0: that's never going that's never going to change, but that was a different height.
1: Yeah, I'm still conquering them. Every day, there's a cliff or there's a mountain that I hike or the Grand Canyon I just went to last week. Um, I went with my daughter, Gracie, and she wanted to get to the cliff. But I was like, I'll crawl there, <laughs> <laughs> crawl there, sat there for literally one second. I was like, all right, we're gone, let's go. And crawled back and every, I held her hand everywhere we went. Because I was like, nope, you're not going that way. I really wanted to put a bell on her in one of those <laughs> <laughs> I thought we went with my mom too. She kept going. I was like, "Mom, get back over here!"
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but she's such a free spirit. She is such a warrior. So she has no fears of anything, yeah. and that's amazing. Keep her that way.
1: <laughs> she's gonna, yeah. She's she's an amazing little girl.
0: Yes, I've been a fan of Gracie's for a long time. I yeah, I've been a, a fan of hers, but um in closing how can somebody get a hold of you if they want a healing if they just want to um get in touch with you more to find out if they can what you know what you could do to help them let's just put it out that way
1: uh the best way to get a hold of me is through facebook um i have a a facebook page called red street medicine and um lately here i've been getting back to going live more often so that would be the best way to get a hold of me through uh, facebook messenger also um only because i have so many things going on i really haven't had time to focus to set up a business right Um, because you know for me uh that's not priority anymore i have you know it shifted a little bit different for me um and i am in arizona and i feel like um maybe i think next year um i'm gonna have some kind of um something else going on <laughs> we'll just put it that way they're not really telling me what it is I kind of have an idea but I'll just wait till it happens um right. but like I said uh, Facebook would be the best place to get a hold of me and um join my page like I said I go live every so often doing readings uh, mediumship readings or even healings too so um yeah and I'm going to school so I really am a little somewhat a little bit busy <laughs> <laughs> trying to balance everything with everything Yes. So, yeah,
0: that's just, what does that say? Such as life, such as life. Cause I, when I went and got my degree, you're in your thirties, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I was in my late thirties, early forties, and I went to school and got finally got my degree and was working full time coaching girls flag football and tennis. And, um, so I, I understand this path that you're walking so much. So I was up till one, two o'clock in the morning because I went to school online. Oh, okay. So I did everything online. And thank God the male coaches, a couple of them were math teachers because it was like, man, I'm in this, I'm in these rooms and I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. And it just is Greek English to me, please help me. I need to just pass the class. If I pass with a D, I don't mind, you know? I mean, that was my expectation. And I passed one class with a C and one with a D. And I was like, woo But it took a hit on my GPA. I was pissed. But it was like, you know, I had a 4.0. And all of a sudden, I've dropped down to a three point three point three eight. But uh-huh. it was still, a, 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 you know, a middle B. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll accept it. I'll take it. I'll own it. It's mine. You can't take it away. So... But I want to thank you for being here today. I enjoy seeing you. I don't get to see you enough because of our schedules are conflicting. And, um, but I think of you often. I love you dearly. I honor you in everything I do. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Have a good day. Um, and we'll see you around.
0: <laughs> okay, Hold on just one second. It takes a special kind of individual to dream their thoughts and ideas and turn them into realities. Janita has done that. She stepped past her fears, stayed the course and had the courage to follow through to the end. Janita, you've championed yourself. Now we know who you've become. Thank you for sharing your, your obstacles, your pains, your traumas, and also your, your birthing into the person that you are becoming the best version of you. And, the things that you do for our planet, I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Have a great day. And again, if you want to get a hold of Janita, it'd be Red Streak Medicine in Facebook. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye.